KQBHLP, Los Angeles, California, 101.5 FM, a community service of Boyle Heights Arts Conservatory, broadcasting live on your FM dial and streaming on LPFM.LA. Hey y'all, it's your girl Carmen, and this is another episode of the Itu Novio Late Night Adults Only Show. I am live in studio, I know. If you were trying to listen to me live last weekend, it didn't happen. I was not live in studio at all. So I do apologize, but we are live tonight. And I actually have a very special guest that I'll be introducing later on throughout the show. I do want to say that this show is going to be a bit different. It's not going to be as lighthearted as my other episodes. And the reason why is because we're going to be talking about some very important conversations regarding mental health, burnout, and also I do want to give a disclaimer and a warning, uh, suicide. So if this is something that you know might be triggering or it's something that you are not ready to listen to fully, um, no hard feelings. This doesn't have to be the show that you listen to tonight. I'll be live again next weekend, but I just do want to put a disclaimer out there that we are going to be talking about some very serious um, and triggering conversations and topics tonight and the episode is called the conversation because i feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had Um, especially you know we are still in the beginning of the new year we are now in february which you know if you do believe in the stars and the moon and everything in between it is aquarius season and aquarius season does you know encourage change and reflection so I think it's a perfect time to do that right now. And I also wanted to share um, a little bit about my own mental health um, because I feel oftentimes, you know, we kind of fake it a little bit. (laughs) Um, And I'm not going to lie, like last weekend, that is the main reason why I wasn't live. Um, I was going through a lot mentally when a lot of things in my life are uncertain or sometimes even a lot of things are just going really, really great. I start like wondering, like, do I deserve this? Is something bad going to happen? I'm either questioning, like, do I deserve it? Or I'm wondering, like, when is it all going to like end up blowing up in my face? So that is one of the reasons why I wasn't here last Saturday. So I do apologize. But, you know, sometimes you do need to take a break for yourself. So if you are a creative and even if you're not a creative if you are human and you are just not feeling it it's okay to not do what you say you want to do like it's okay we're not machines we're not robots uh we have feelings so yeah i definitely want to put that out there and then also don't forget we are live every saturday you can listen via kqbhla We are on the FM Airways as well, 101.5 FM. And I do have a very special guest with me who is a friend of the show. Um, And I'm going to, I'll let him introduce himself because we are very passionate about the topic that we're going to be talking about today. And I just want to welcome Robert back to the Itunovio show. Hey, Carmen. How's it going? Good. How are you? How is your evening going so far? That's going pretty good. You know, it's my Friday, so I'm happy about that. 
Yes. And I know you you had come to the show last time, and I know last time we had a conversation, and it was very lighthearted, but the reason why I wanted to bring you onto the show this time around is because you are a creative, and Robert manages two accounts, if you want to like let the listeners know a little bit about them. I do uh, 30 Days of Takeout and LA Foodies Anonymous, so... Both those pages are directed to food and lifestyle around L.A. and just showing you the best of what L.A. has to offer. Yes, and also the reason why I did want wanted to bring him on, too, is even though Robert does focus on, like, food and lifestyle, bars and restaurants, and I usually focus on, you know, love, sex, and relationships, sometimes even on our personal pages or our non-personal pages, we kind of put our life out there, so... I wanted to ask you before, you know, we start going into the nitty gritty about mental health. I wanted to ask you, where are you right now in your own self-love journey? Um, Where I'm at, it's more toward just continuing to have the serenity, uh, the power of the things that I can change and can't change. I am still going through the acceptance part. So even with my own mental health journey, um, there are days that I... We, you know, I wake up, I struggle a little bit in terms of just I don't feel that I'm where I need to be per se. And that's just all around with everything. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I started the pages, too, um, was to have that outlet and to basically put my creativity out there that I was always being told no, 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 mm-hmm. everywhere I went, not even getting a chance to even interview or talk to anyone. Um, I put it out there even more so. So I did that in the face of defiance, I suppose. Um, right. But other than that, you know, it's still it's still a day to day. And I'm just trying to, you know, we all are figuring it out still. I love that you're so open about it, too, because, I mean, you and I are both in social media and we have friends that are creatives. And we know that, you know, not everybody puts their tough days or like their worst days on social media. Like usually, you know, we put the best of ourselves out there so you know I feel like the same with me like I'm not afraid to say like hey like today I'm not feeling good like I'm feeling sad or I'm just not motivated to create anything like I need some time to myself since you and I both put ourselves out there do you think that it's easier to express ourselves via social media as opposed to maybe reaching out to friends um I would say a little of both uh we do express ourselves Uh, passionately on our pages too and you know sometimes I've even taken criticism before like oh you shouldn't really say that or you really shouldn't wear your emotions on your sleeve Um, but sometimes it's like but if you keep it bottled in Mm -hmm. then you know you kind of implode so I'd rather like express that out there Um, and even more so because there's always somebody who can relate and somebody who could be going through what you're going through and authenticity, you know, and that's where me and you come in. We are authentic in regards to that. We're not afraid to, um, you know, show that we're hurting, that Mm -hmm. we're in pain, you know? So those are the things that, you know, I, I'm not going to change it. You're not going to change it either, huh, Carmen? No, I'm definitely not going to change it. And I know... You know, Robert and I are coming from like two different experiences. Like I'm a Latina woman and you're a black man. And I feel you can only talk about it because from your experience. But isn't it crazy that you get criticism? One, you're a male and you're sharing how you feel. You're also part of the black community. Would you say it's it's normal for that community to kind of like tell you, hey, like, why are you like man up? Like, 
you know? Yeah, and that goes back to some, um, you know, how we raised, you know, how people were raised and stuff. Like, you know, even for a man, it's like you can't show you, you're afraid to cry or anything mm-hmm. like that or to let out those feelings. Um, it's always suck it up, you know? Right. Uh, man, yeah, man up. And it's hard because even in a sense because you don't even have somebody to actually communicate that to so when you are harboring and manifesting itself it's really doing a lot more harm than it is good than just to say hey this is how i'm feeling or having that supportive ear right as an outlet so it it has um luckily with my family we were more open to those things you know more into expressing ourselves and there was more of that care. Like we have checkups and things like that. So I always had that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's a lot of families and I've seen it, you know, I've, you know, you could even see when you're in grocery stores, I see it when the kid, the, the parent is talking to the kid. I've seen it with, you know, African-American parenting and stuff. I've seen it in the stores. I've seen it outside. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think these talks still need to be discussed and they are actually being, you know, discussed in the black community as well about mental health and uh, being able to project. So, yeah. No, that's something that I feel, uh, you know, that's a whole different conversation, but it is important Very. to also talk about because, I mean, I'm a woman and I feel like I've had to learn as I get older to really express my self-love and to let you all know that it is a journey like am i at a hundred right now no mm-hmm. uh if anything and i want to check in like i feel like i'm at a 65 right now um i'm getting over or not getting over but i'm going through the motions of what happened last week because i wasn't here and um i also wanted to share something too because you know during the start of the new year um 2019 miss usa chelsea christ um, she committed suicide, so that happened recently, and I feel it's something that we don't talk about because one of the things that I learned is that it's called high-functioning depression, and that's something that we need to talk about. One, you know, depression. Two, why is it called high-functioning? hmm and three, how it relates to people that put themselves out there. So I just want to express like a moment of silence. So, you know, like I mentioned, she was battling high functioning depression. And basically the definition of that low key is what I have. Mm-hmm. Basically what that is, is that you have depression but you don't deal with those emotions. So you start doing a bunch of other things to keep yourself busy, to not talk about your feelings, to not, you know, do a lot of things. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know it had a term. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Robert, how do you feel about one, the situation that happened, the incident? Like, did you feel like triggered by it? Like, what's your take on it? I mean, I was really shocked. Um I knew about her career. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, who really saw that coming, Carmen? Like, yeah, on the surface, and I'm sure a lot of people were saying the same thing. She had it all. Mm -hmm. She could get anyone she wanted. She had a great job, like a great career. Right. She accomplished 
in one lifetime what people can't even accomplish in three different lifetimes role model looked up uh people looked up to her mm-hmm. you know again she had money like right probably lived in a great place uh rooftop you know but i just think that you know it, and this has been in the wave of other celebrities or um that have killed themselves yeah it's just it's really shocking and going back to what you know you're you just never know mm-hmm. and then with her like you know and even i looked up some stats too like women yeah. you know are nearly twice as likely as men is diagnosed with depression too um and you know when i saw like some of the things that she was saying mm-hmm. there you know like i'm turning 30 you know those were the kind of some of the triggers so she was kind of like foreshadowing a little bit her own plight right and wanting to end it like the final post that she put was like may everyone find rest and peace i mean no one really saw it because you know rest and peace you know like find that but that was really what she was really meaning right there just wrote that note that she's giving everything to her mom and Mm -hmm. you know just tragically jumped from her building i think it's crazy too because like you said there are signs but maybe they weren't so like black and white Mm -mm. you know it was really like reading between the lines and sometimes and i'll even say for myself sometimes i be writing stuff like on twitter like twitter is the way that i release my real emotions like if you want to get to know me like the real me go on my twitter because that's where i post literally like how i be feeling instagram stories or like instagram sometimes i do be posting like oh you know i'm down but i don't be posting like the real stuff so would you say like you know sometimes it's just hard like how do you put it out there like i'm having a bad time and then people see you and they're like well you shouldn't like you shouldn't be having a bad time you're doing this and you're doing that it's like okay yeah but like i'm still sad like just because i have everything going on from the outside looking in i'm still sad it should not invalidate anyone's your feelings of how you are feeling presently um you know they are quick to say that right but there is more pressure um being in the public eye mm-hmm. all the time you know she was dealing with the trolls that were um messing with her they accused you know saying that she had like a man's body and stuff like that you know horrible things and trolls are if you're a troll out there you're just trash period point blank you know you're a miserable person to Preach. be bullying someone into feelings of regret feelings of uh, anxiety, depression, you need to look at yourself in the mirror because you are miserable. So even, you know, dealing with that, I mean, you can shake them off, but it does. It's hard because it's still, they're still coming and it's a lot of energy shaking off. Tro- I've done it before. Like if someone's trolling my page or wherever, mm-hmm. like I can go in on a troll. Like, I have no problem troll hunting anyone, yeah. but still, even when you're done, it's like, wow, I had to pull myself down to that level to shut some, shut someone down. It still takes it, away from your energy. It still takes away from your energy. energy it's yeah. like, now I'm a little more negative now. Mm-hmm my aura is down but yeah i mean those things it it can it can just be way too much and again going you know people are digital you know keyboard warriors creating fake accounts and all that and Mm -hmm. you know hopefully there'll be something where they troll trace people you know so it's really it's that i can see how that really affected her um you know i i just 
I don't know, like in her final moments, it was just there was nobody else she could talk to, I guess. Yeah. And I also want to put it out there like. It's so crazy because people think like, well, can't you just ignore the negative comments? Can't you just ignore like, you know, people telling you X, Y, Z, like you should know yourself and all of that. It's like it's not that easy, you know, like it could be like for me, like if someone says, well, like, why are you putting yourself out there? You didn't you weren't doing that before. But to me, that's always really triggering when someone says like, oh, now you're trying to be like big on social media like you weren't doing that like three or four years ago they expect me to be the same person i was before and it's like no like why can't i express myself now like hello didn't you think maybe i didn't feel comfortable before and now i do and now you're wanting to make me feel uncomfortable so it's like Mm -hmm. like why and if anything like you said about the haters sometimes i feel like the haters they wish that they we're doing what we were doing and maybe had the courage to put themselves out there because it's it's courageous not gonna lie mm-hmm. like there are times where i'm like should i put this out there mm-hmm. and i double think and i'm like no i should i want to you know so and even when you get the positive messages behind it like thank you i need this was a great read i needed to hear something like this and going back to you know three years ago yes we were different people self-discovery is an everyday thing self-awareness yes. is an everyday thing mm-hmm. walking down that path to wokeness and enlightenment you mm-hmm. know seeking out that knowledge and you know just just being more in tune a lot of you know some people just they don't want to like be as in tune or don't want to show it you know that's right. the one thing again going back to the joys that we put out there versus the authenticity and we're seeing a wave more as well of authentic creators getting the platform more people want to start yes. seeing that who's afraid to admit vulnerability let's go back to the girl who did the helmet head you know i mean that oh situ- yeah, yeah when she mm-hmm. super glued her you know right of course she didn't <laughs> know what was going on at the right. time but you know the whole point that i'm trying to make was that she was in a very depressing situation she was she yeah put herself out there you know lo and behold you know a lot there was of course there was the negative people who said stuff but then there was the outpouring of support Mm -hmm. the girl got her surgery taken care of that did it for free a top surgeon out there Uh, i think it was out in beverly hills i'm not sure but yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean but they took care of it but all that just because you know no i i totally agree and i feel like honestly i respect creators and i follow creators that do put out their hardships especially like in my industry like the love sex and relationships i follow a lot of people who are sexologists or sex experts who are now mothers and i think that's really cool for me to see because it's like whoa like if and when i have children you know that doesn't take away from my career i can still talk about sex and have children like i there's so many really cool well-respected women of color like, my favorite one is Shan Shadrin Brody, if I say her name correctly. But she's super dope. Like, she and her partner, they have a baby. She talks about sex. Like, she's super, like, out there, like, education. So, yeah, I, I also feel that, you know, if you feel that because you're on social media, like, you are feeling a lot of the pressure, don't be afraid to unfollow accounts that make you feel, like, maybe not so good. If you need to go on an unfollow spree, do it. I've unfollowed a lot of accounts that I'm like, oh, you know what? When I look at this, I don't feel that great mentally. I don't need to follow them. Mm-hmm. You want to keep the right things on your feed, too, you know? So, yeah, you, you have to 
think about that purge as well. Because mm-hmm. there are accounts that can trigger you in a not so, you know, positive way. Right. So, um, you know, I have a question. I mean, going back to another statistic, yes. an estimated 26% of Americans ages 18 and older, about one in four adults, suffers from a diagnosable mental disorder in a given year. I mean, that's really high. Do you know, and you were talking about high functioning. Yeah, I definitely think I do have you that. Do fi- you feel that? I kind of feel that way too. Like I'm kind of yeah. high functioning. And the thing about depression, it can really slowly creep in. Like you, it really can. Yeah. You just you just don't. One day you'll just wake up and you think, you know, it could be just something small just triggered. There's a wave of depression that comes over you. And being in tune with your body, mm-hmm. knowing that, whoa, wait a minute, I'm feeling this wave come in. It could be a minor thing as I'm getting up a little late or... I don't have, I'm having some withdrawals for some reason or going yes. back to us being a creator. I don't feel like doing that, you know? Yeah. I don't feel like taking the collab. I don't feel like going here, you know? It, yeah. It that, that definitely touched me because I'm telling you, like, I do feel like I have high-functioning depression. I've never gotten diagnosed. Um, but I would definitely say, like, for me... And this was something that happened last week. Like, I, I hate not knowing when things are happening because mm-hmm. I, I like to be in control for a lot of things. So me not knowing something and then knowing that, like, for example, something will end really makes me depressed and sad because I'm like, why? Like, and why am I not good enough? Like, they're not going to choose me. So I was doing a lot of working out last weekend to the point where it's like this is not healthy like the only reason why i'm working out is because yeah. i'm trying to get away from feelings and you know depression is a, i'll say it is a, it's spiritual warfare mm-hmm. you know those i'll say it there's those demons of depression can manifest themselves and pick at your mind like what happened to her yeah you know you don't see it on the visible but like if you can really, you can see them manifest itself and they get in your head if you let it, like, and they can take down the strongest of us oh, who think, you know, oh, we think everything is fine. Smiling through the pain, you know, mm-hmm. laughing while hurt. Yeah. Those things that are still, you know, those are the seeds right there. Um, you know, where does it all start? You know, could it be in um, an out? something that happened in childhood or could it be Mm -hmm. something that happened recently if you go back and you start unpacking it where were we depressed what was that triggering moment right there yeah that is making you and how do we start to recover well how do we uplift ourselves you know we have to have these talks continuing no you are doing the positives the xyz that is positive Mm -hmm. versus this you know i think that's super important because Oftentimes, you know, we talk about all the negative parts that come with depression, but there are a lot of um, positive things that we can do to help ourselves and a community, honestly, communities of color, you know, get together and really talk about it. Mm -hmm. I know not everybody has family that they can go to. And I mean, like family, like blood family, but you are able to create your own family too. like family doesn't have to be blood. It could be friends. It could be like just someone that you really like trust when it comes to X, Y, Z. Not everyone is willing and able to accept, you know, when you vent. And that's okay because I know not everyone has that capacity. Like there are some friends that, you know, I can't go to you to talk about serious stuff. Right. And that's fine. 
But if you have people that you can talk about serious things and confide in them, I would say be vulnerable, like open up. And that's something that I want. I've been doing this year. Um, I've been doing a lot of crying. (laughs) I hate crying. If you know me, like I'm really that one person. Like if I'm feeling sad, I'll like shed one tear and be like, okay, time to move on. And that's usually the way that I cope. And I know it's not healthy. But this year, I've been, like, sitting in my emotions, crying, like, being okay with all of that. But, yeah, like, I definitely think there is someone out there willing to listen. Like, don't feel like you are alone. And I know it's harder or, like, harder to think about because there are times where I'm like, yo, like, no one understands me. Like, I can't even. So I get it. But, no, there is there are people that do want to listen to you. I've ran, I've ran into them as well. Um you know, one day I was walking back from downtown. Um, I, I'm trying to remember the name for the life of me right now. Mm-hmm. But um, YPG Hope, yeah, they were. It's a youth power group. But again, going back to spirituality and church, things like that, which we, you know, mm-hmm. saying a prayer. They were just going around. They were leaving envelopes. They were helping homeless. I saw them walking, and you know, they told me their story, just like. For anybody out there that doesn't feel like they have someone, they were just there and they were just like youth. Just this was walk. just on the street. This was just on the street. Oh wow! This is in downtown. We need more of that. We need more of that. You know, I've I've seen it going back to you know not a lot of people have what you were talking about too access to care. Yeah. Not knowing who they can talk to, and this is why it spills out on the streets of L.A. right now. Like one time, I you know, and I put this one in my stories too. Like I stopped a guy from basically trying to get himself run over by a car. He was in front of the building that that I work at, and you know, everyone's like, "What's going on?" And you know, they he was homeless, he was depressed, he was challenging cars, like banging on windows. Come on, hit me, hit me, mm-hmm. putting everyone in a dangerous situation. You know, I wound up just walking out there. People are like, "Oh no, you shouldn't walk up to him." I walked up to him. I calmed him down. I got him out of the street. Just asking him, what do you need? What Isn't that crazy? Th- Oftentimes, I did that. People you know? just want you to listen to them. You don't even have to give them advice. You just need to listen to me in my moment mm-hmm. of sadness and lowness. You know, like I just want someone to listen. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that's super brave of you that you did that. And you know, it's just I don't know. Sometimes in those situations, I just don't think. Like you know, yeah, yeah. And I've have run into a lot i mean we're in la we see it no yeah there's a lot of crazy stuff happening yeah you know but i also want to point out too like Uh i feel a lot of people don't take into account you know that a lot of people that are homeless Mm -hmm. it's not because they're lazy or xyz a lot of them honestly need help and mental health is the number one thing that they need help with and isn't that crazy that we live in a society that shames regular people like us like you know we have jobs la 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 and like we don't we can't even help the homeless can't even feed them we can't even help the homeless or feed them how are Mm -hmm. we supposed to help everyone else (laughs) yeah that that part right there um yeah just they access to more care um we have to we have to like get beyond those things too Mm because otherwise it's just going to continue to perpetuate and you know spiral out of control yeah you know you know, even if it's like I, I've I've given, I've bought meals, 
and I ask him, you know, like, oh, I need this. Just be real with me. What is it that you really need and stuff, you know? Right. Like the guy, whatever. Like if he, I gave him some cash, I'm sure maybe he did get a beer or something. I've done it, you know, like. But you did that's your what part. You need, yeah, what, you did your fine, part. That's fine, you know, like yeah. whatever, you know, like I know that. And it's only it's like that meal is only going to be good for a couple of hours. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen mm -hmm. afterward, you know? But at least if I can give, you know, I have someone a sense of relief just for a second. You know, the guy was still cussing and he was like, F everyone and stuff. Like, not you, like, meaning me, you know. Yeah. But it's there's it's just so much. And it's like, and there's not enough people. And people were recording. Mm -hmm. And I had to tell people, like, hey, don't put, you know. This isn't for social this media. This isn't for, you know, this is a moment where someone really needs some help. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to um, switch it up a little bit because uh -huh. uh, you had touched on a really good point about resources and having access to mental health resources. And I want to definitely encourage people because I was doing a lot of therapy last year. In the beginning of 2021, I was literally like doing therapy every month. And then towards the later end of 2021, I just kind of stopped. And I, a lot of stuff was going on in 2021. So like, feel me, like I was all over the place but i decided to get back to therapy this year and i go once a month virtually so shout out to you know the telehealth and everything going on like, i don't have to go but i i do want to point it out there that if you have medical or insurance um and you have access to it and are able to do the research and find a therapist that works for you definitely go you know um i know sometimes it is scary you're like oh like it's only for crazy people. No, it's not. Um, and I do want to point it out there, too. Like, I've been doing therapy virtually with the same person. And my therapist is like, you need to come in person. <laughs> so I'm a little scared because I'm like, uh, like, I, I know it's serious. I do need to go. But it's just like, it's scary. So I'm going to hold myself accountable. And I hope that if you're listening and you are interested in going to therapy or pursuing it, like, definitely go i know it could be expensive if you don't have like healthcare and things like that but there are a lot of like resources out there that i'm gonna post once the episode goes live on the description but um how do you feel about that Robert? oh i've gotten therapy i've been to therapy i used to see a therapist like once a week i have no problem going back to a therapist mm -hmm. and talking uh with them and it's good to you know have that outlet i kind of hate when one time, I, I almost, I had two breakthroughs, but the time ran down, but that part was right, really Right, yeah, no, like, same. I'm like, I like, want to talk more. I know, it's like, <laughs> there's the breakthrough right there, yeah. you know, but, you know, you, you got to do it. And mm -hmm. we can give each other therapy as well, you know, yep. just being that sympathetic listening here. But going back to, you know, what you were saying about there's certain friends that you can talk to about this and certain friends you can't. We have to make sure that we surround ourselves with the friends that we can talk to and we can give therapy. It's that okay part. to talk to the people, you know, every so often, the fly-by-night friends or whatever, you know, right. here's Good Time Sally or whatever, you know. But mm -hmm. the real people like like me and you, like we can give each other therapy and listen because we are in tune. You're in mm -hmm. tune with the world, in tune with your own body. And then it just projects out that way, too. And they want the best for you, too. You right. know, like, that's mm -hmm. the most important part. Like, they want the best for because you. Because depression yeah. is real. I mean, 300 million Americans suffer with depression is the number one of all the mental, you know, disorders out there is depression. One in three adults are suffering from it. These are just general statistics you can find. Mm -hmm. Just do a quick Google search. But, you know, I mean, I can say and we're both. And step one is the acknowledgement of it. Because you can't yes. even acknowledge it. Yes, I am one of the one in three. 
mm-hmm. Carmen, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. One of the one in three high yep. functioning depression and stuff like that. And I think like, you know, again, societal norms, expectations, family expectations, things like that. Family can d- can give you more depression. Oh my How come gosh. you don't have kids and blah blah blah? You know, like when is it gonna be your turn and yada yep. yada yada? Yeah. So that those things right there. He's talking truth, y'all, because my family, there are some things that trigger me when I talk to my mm-hmm. mom or my parents. If I talk to them about work, that's going to make me sad. And if I talk to them about my future, a.k.a. why am I single, <laughs> that's also going to make me sad. I'm like, oh, my gosh, so much pressure. But no, it's true. You have to have boundaries. And it's been it's been tough all around, like. I mean, we can go back to COVID, but, you know, like there's places there's, you know, not being in the position that you want to be in. That's I think that's another one that weighs down. And it's like, well, what do we feel like is in the position? What is going to be the answer to where we want? I mean, the struggle, like finances is like a big one, you know, Yep. and that weighs in, you know, so that's the struggle that every day. And getting to a point, well, if we think we have enough or we think, you know, we could be at a point maybe financially, it would be okay more. But sometimes that causes more, way more problems. So going back to getting grounded with yourself, seeking that enlightenment, spiritual journeys, you know. And being okay to be vulnerable, too, because for me, like um, this year, Mm -hmm. I've been journaling more. Yes. And I've been okay with just crying. Sometimes a good cry is literally all I need. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I needed. That's therapeutic, last, a good cry. Last weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, like, b- pretty much, like, mask my sadness by, like, doing stuff, like, being out and about. But, like, no, literally, like, I broke down that Sunday. Uh, what, what basically caused the breakdown and also is because, like, once... Once I'm not in my mind fully, like, I literally, like, have brain fog. Mm-hmm. So what happened was um, I had ordered a package from Amazon, but because I wasn't really fully, like, in my 100%, I sent it to my old address, my old apartment in Boyle Heights. So as I was going to go get my package, I just started breaking down. I was, like, in the middle of the street. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is not okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just accepted. I'm like, okay, like, I need to send these feelings because if I keep like trying to mask it it's gonna get worse you were having a moment right there yep yeah and it's something small like you just you know the brain fog can come in um it can be something at work it could just you know mental health days are just as important as sick days by the way too say it again mental health days are just as important as sick days yes there are times you just can't get out of bed like and you you're just you're feeling it you know Mm -hmm. um the lethargic feeling, you know, things like that. It's, it's a lot. So, and then especially if you're working around people, the people pleasing industry, (laughs) have you seen white Lotus? Is that a movie? No, it was on HBO. Uh, it was a show on HBO. No, I have HBO max. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take a look. But like, you know, the character at the end, um, there was a lot of undertones in it. If you can catch them, like working around people, like, you know, they were working at a resort, so you basically had to kiss up to everyone, and you know, yeah. But it it touched on a lot of things with substance abuse too. To put on that face, like Ooh. I've worked in an industry where tr- people were very much hopped up. We you need know, to talk about ki- that. Yes, we do. Yeah, th- l- let's do it right now because I know 
I want to get through a lot. But yes. No, that's very, very true that you brought that up. I am one to say in college, like I'm telling you, I, I, I feel like I do have a high functioning depression. I just didn't know that was the term for it. Mm-hmm. But in college, I was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid to say that. Like friends that know me from college, yo, I ruined birthdays by being too drunk. I got myself into situations that maybe weren't the best that turned into trauma. I was very dependent on alcohol. And I found that when I'm like sad now, I tend to drink. And I don't take it to the level I used to back in college, but I feel myself getting to a level and I'm like, it's scary. For me, alcohol sometimes does mask some of the pain. Yeah, see? Coping mechanisms, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. What is your coping mechanism? What is pick your poison or what's your vice type? Some people it's gambling, you know, pot, you know, could be, you know, and other drugs, but. Or working out excessively. Or working out excessively, you know, (laughs) Um, you know, conforming to beauty standards, like, you know, going and get going under the knife a bunch of times. That's another one, you know, it is. Um, Yeah, there's there's a lot of different coping mechanisms that retail therapy, you know, all that. Mm Well, even though we do talk about a lot of the extremes that we might the extremes going through, what are some things that that maybe you want to share with other creatives when they're experiencing a burnout? Um, just take a break, hit that pause button. It's okay to log out, you know. I would say so, yeah. And you know, you've you've got to recharge those batteries, but it's okay to just stop, you yeah. know. And there's times too much screen time can kind of get to you, too, you know. And we're always on our we're phones. We're always on, our, you know, with the things that we do, you know. Yeah. yeah. So putting that phone down at times, you know, sometimes, you know, when we go out, it's maybe it's one of those days where we're just it's not about the gram, you know. And it's hard for me to. And I got to practice what I preach, too, you know, because oh, I'm told that a lot. Like, why can't we just go out one time and does it not have to be about the gram? And I understand that like you don't have to make a reel today. You know, it's yeah, true. It, it's true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah. It's even like some of the things like, you know, like I'm I'm bad at like, uh, well, I'm working on it. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes I don't want that product to come to me in the mail, you know, right. because I'm obligated to do something at that point, you know. As opposed to, you know, just going out and doing it, you know, buying it yourself, you know, right, it's kind of, yeah. yeah, it's a little along those lines too. But yeah, I mean, we work on it. So I agree with that. I think for sure it, like you said, it's okay to take a break. You have to. I don't mind taking breaks now. I feel honestly like if let's say I go through another situation and I need a time off, I just, I'm sorry y'all, but I'm not going to do the pod like. I'm starting to understand that I come first, even though, yeah, I'm an entertainer and I get it. Like, I want to put my best work out there. My best work won't happen if I don't feel 100 percent. So I need to put my. Yeah, have you seen that meme? Put yourself first. I really got to put myself first. It's like, hard being on on the, all the time, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm being on right now. Like Me I was too. I was telling Robert, like, I'm sleepy. I am sleepy. But y'all probably from listening to this don't know that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, you got to keep it real. You do got to keep it real. I do want to ask you this and I'll answer as well. Yeah. Do you think accepting yourself is the hardest part that we deal with? I like accepting yourself right now with all your flaws and everything. 
Uh, yeah, it is. Accepting ourselves, you know, can be hard because we see the better, you know, yeah. in us. Yeah. And we know what we want better and we know we should have better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the rejections can come and they can still stifle you down, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it could be that, oh, you're psyched up for this interview or this, you know, and... When that time comes, like, oh, you, you know, you don't get that call or whatever the case, that can be another setback. And I would just say to that, like, it is going back to the power of accepting yourself yep. in the present state, knowing that you are trying your best right now, putting putting everything on the line mm -hmm. for to better yourself in the future. But we can we have to be in the present you know you don't want to think about the future to where it affects the present you know yes and then you know you think about the past stops you from acting in the present too so yeah i, I it's, <laughs> it's a it's a day-to-day -day with us it is a day-to-day um, -day, yeah you know it's waking up sometimes and saying the power of prayer is big you know i'm mm. not here to like you know advocate you know but i'm just saying like that it, it's to let go and to release Prayer, manifestation, journaling, spirituality, meditation, meditation mm -hmm. whatever it is, whatever honestly. it is. Yeah. To do it, to help you get through in a positive way, mm -hmm. to not go into the negative cult, uh, coping mechanisms, the substance abuse, drugs, yeah. high functioning, you know, because there's people high functioning alcoholics, high yep. functioning weed heads, you know. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I totally you get know, that. Yeah. <laughs> Or anything, or any other drug, you know, uh, bars, you know, things, all that. Like, there's a lot of that. So, yeah. and people, like, I worked in that profession. People were popping pills all the time. People were doing blow, you know. Yeah. And they were just going in, like, just working in this profession that I was in, just sales. So, no, and yeah. then I had to get, high out, st high I, I had dogs, to get out yeah. of that, too. But mm -hmm. you're only as good as your last sale. And that part, like, weighs mm. in more and it contributes to depression at times, too. Yeah. People, you don't see it, but people are dealing with it. Oof. And people are not as afraid to open up and to admit. Going back to our social circle and support, you need that. You know what's crazy? Um, since I put a lot of myself out there, mm -hmm. usually no on Twitter. Yeah, no regrets on Twitter. On Instagram, I'm working on doing it more as much as I do on Twitter. But it's, I've noticed that I get the most um, support, usually from people on social media that I don't even know. Like, I have a lot of social media friends that literally hype me up. I've never had the opportunity to meet them yet, but they'd be like, no, Carmen, like, you got this. Like, like I love that you put yourself out there. I wish I could do that. Like, isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Like, you get, sometimes you get the most support from strangers. That's true. I'm like, mm -hmm. how? <laughs> But thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess going back to the authenticity, mm -hmm. they see it. They see you. They see how you carry yourself, you know. Um, and, you know, like in Carmen's world, you know, and they and they love that, you know, mm -hmm. seeing perhaps with me you know i just i just put those stories out there i I'm love when you do the walking in downtown stories oh yeah or i forgot I, I, I know you call it a series but i he's walking in downtown <laughs> yeah yeah I, i've been trying to get back into doing that more with the page um you know i took some time away a bit as well mm -hmm. um and I know my page isn't functioning as to the highest potential and I love how you help with, you know, that. And I know how I can get it functioning and it's yes. just the support circle there too. But um, 
Yeah, putting those, you know, not being afraid what affects what I'm seeing, seeing the homeless out there. You know, I'm not going to pretend, oh, here I am at a restaurant and across the street, there's a bunch of tents and stuff like that. I'll show it. This is where I'm eating at today. Right. This is the problem that we are still dealing yes. with, you know. Um, yeah, it's just it just needs to be put out there sometimes. And I'm, I'm not afraid to vocally say what's affecting us, our world, ourselves. Right. And, you know, hopefully someone connects from that and feels powered and inspired to maybe do some change. So, yeah. Yes. So I know we, we mentioned a lot and I wanted to also like leave it on a very positive yes. note. <laughs> I would like for you to share three things that you love about yourself and then I'll share three things that I love about myself. Um, I am a go-getter. I am a motivator. I am a hustler. Oh, dad, he, he was prepared. <laughs> so, you were prepared. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, I go. I see the opportunity. I see a moment. I just want to go for it. Motivator, like we motivate each other or just, you know, I'm someone like, you know, you want to talk to me mm-hmm. about, you know, what's going on. Let me help out as well. I'll give someone therapy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I may not have a, you know, <laughs> MA or whatever, but I can give you therapy if you need it. You yes. know, what would Rob do? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and a hustler, like, just mm-hmm. finding... It. Well, it's just the byproduct of living in Southern California, Los Angeles. Right, you gotta... You, got, you gotta think, like, what's next? What can I do? What mm-hmm. can I do here? Maybe I can bake some cookies and pop up <laughs> Make somewhere. some money. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, what do we do? You know, yeah. so, yeah, that part. And, yeah, I don't... I won't change that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. What about you, Carmen? Uh, <laughs> what do I love about myself? Um, I love that I make people feel safe. Yeah. I feel like... I really do bring that energy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't feel the best during the times, but I always make people feel really good and safe. So I, I really admire that about myself. Number two, I feel like I'm really creative. I love my creative like mind now that I'm more comfortable sharing it because two, three, four years ago, that wasn't me. I had a lot of ideas that I never shared, but now I'm like happy that I'm able to share that. And three... I love that I am a hopeless romantic. I really am. I really am. So I really love that I have that about me. Um, I wanted to ask you as well. I know Valentine's is coming up and, you know, you might be feeling some like Valentine's anxiety (laughs) and things like that. But it's also a moment to like to share love, you know, not just with romantic and like sexual partners, but with friends. True. So how, how do you celebrate Valentine's or how do you how will you celebrate yourself during Valentine's Day? Um, I know. Right. Right. You know, it's important to give ourselves flowers and stuff. Yes. Give us our flowers now while we're here at times. Yo. Yes. Yes. So, you know, that part. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just going to maybe a nice dinner, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hopefully hang out with some friends. Okay. Yeah. And other than that, you know, just <laughs> clap take. some cheeks. <laughs> 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 I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm a hopeless romantic too at times, so you know we can both. We're in the same boat there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, going yeah Valentine's Day. You know, it's this is a tricky time of year. It's right there with the holidays too. You know. Yeah. Oh man, like remember what happened that. Remember um, <laughs> what, what happened? happened at 7th and Metro? Remember I put that on my stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. And this is the tricky time of year and people just felt. During, yeah, during the holidays. During yeah. the holidays. And now this is one of them, too. So, um, you know, for anybody out there who's alone, you're not alone. 
you know, find someone to hopefully celebrate, a friend, you know, just don't slip into that depression, especially around this time, if you can, you know, so um, I, I'll say that message out there, too, because I know, like, you know, people, we're social creatures, that's why during COVID, like, th- we suffered the most rates of depression. Yep. You know, we want to be around someone and, you know, hopefully someone to love us as well, so, and this can bring ab- bring about positive and negative no i i definitely agree with that and i'm hoping for better days you know because we're now year three in covid so i feel like we kind of have a better grasp with it but you know i don't think it's gonna go anywhere sadly um but i will say this you know like especially if you're not from la and you know your family or friends are like back home or what have you like you know, it's still a special day to, like, celebrate yourself and mm-hmm. everything that you've gone through. You're still here. You're still grinding. You're still alive. You're still above ground. You're still figuring out. And, so, you know, you're still working on yourself. Yep. It's always a day-to-day. It's a work in progress. No one's ever going to say it's perfect. You know, I can learn something off of somebody twice my age or someone who's younger than me, you know, mm-hmm. to see the joy of a child, you know, happy that can be contagious on what you need to see sometimes too without a care and then the wisdom of somebody who's older than you to tell you this is what happened in my life and how i dealt with it you know you listen to your elders they have a lot of impact and you know life experiences where you can really equate (laughs) at times and then even ourselves we listen to each other like how we're all figuring it out listening to people our own age and how they're coming about dealing with different things and yeah it's good you know and that's the thing like we're all going through something like we are all going through something i'd be having like my group chats with my friends and we're like all venting and i'm like wow like i didn't know that you were going through that you know Mm -hmm. because sometimes we don't share it on social media there are some people that are really private and all like yo like the people that have no social media no nothing like i commend y'all because you know like they really like just themselves without having to put anything out there but yeah, no, like, I would definitely say, like, write it out, write stuff down, don't be afraid to vocalize it, go to therapy, give yourself your flowers. Give yourself your flowers. Give yourself your flowers. I've been doing that more often, because nobody buy me flowers, so I'm like, I might as well buy myself flowers. Seriously. <laughs> and I bought myself a vibrator, too, so get yourself some, <laughs> some toys. Was it studded or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a clitoral, it's a clitoral vibrator. Um, I need a new one. And I wanted to treat, I've been treating myself this whole weekend, y'all. Speaking of which, okay, have you heard of this company? We have time. Have you heard of this company called Ease? It's an app. E-A-Z-E. I'm starting to get into cannabis. I ordered some products. It's a little expensive. They had a $50 uh, minimum, but I was like, you know what? I'm cool. I want to try it. But I got these uh, two pre-rolls that have both THC and CBD, but super low dosage for, for me because I'm a beginner. And then I got these drinks called Can. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Can? Mm-mm. It's like THC, CBD infused Just uh, remember, drinks. you're not supposed to eat the whole cookie, okay? No, no, no. Or drink the whole drink. I'm not, they said you could drink one one of the cans. Oh, I'll buy Okay. Yeah, it's a, so it's supposed to give you the feeling of how you feel when you're tipsy, but without the hangover. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, so I spent money to get that. <laughs> but, um... I do want to say, like, I 
I'm glad that we had this conversation because it's a uh, it's the conversation that I've been wanting to have. We have to continue to have these conversations. This conversation never gets old. Always never. needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. And for everyone, right? Like I also mm-hmm. want to put resources out there. The National Suicide Hotline is 800-273-8255. Also, you know, we did share a lot of beautiful like gems here. Therapy, friends, community. I feel like those are the top three things. Like we have to be in community to feel ourselves. So definitely don't be afraid to make your own family, make your own community. It doesn't have to be blood. Right. It doesn't have to be blood. And I also wanted to say, like, don't forget to follow my guest, Robert. Let us <laughs> let us know how we can be in touch with you. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at 30 Days to Takeout all across the board, Twitter, YouTube. And you can also follow us at my our foodie, our foodie social group, LA Foodies Anonymous, just like that, all across the board as well. So be on the lookout. You know, we highlight small businesses. We highlight any... From the five-star restaurants on down to the L.A. pop-ups, that's what we highlight and showcase. So definitely check us out. Great recommendations, great spots in L.A. Yes, and don't forget that we're live every Saturday here at KQBH L.A. We are on FM Airways 101.5 FM. You can also listen on LPFM.LA. There's so many ways to listen to the show, so... If you're not able to tune in live, you can also go to Spotify and just search Itunovio. All of the episodes are up there, the most recent ones. But yeah, definitely stay tuned with us and with me and the journey. And you can always follow me on Instagram. It's at Carmen PR Girl, K-A-R-M-E-N-P-R Girl. And yeah, like everything. Support us, y'all. We're trying to do our best out here. Um, it's hard. It's hard out here. For <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm really grateful that I'm here and I'm live in studio. And I hope to continue the, the excitement. And don't forget, at 8 o'clock, we have the Patrick Martinez show, 8 p.m. So stay tuned for that as well. And I just want to sign off real quick with a Coldplay song. Are you a Coldplay fan? He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the, one of the know. bands that I'm like, you know, it would be cool. And it's called uh, Him for the Weekend. It's like one of their more upbeat sounds or songs. But yeah, here you go.